Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. President Biden will visit Oklahoma today to mark the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre. As NPR's Aisha Roscoe reports, the attack killed as many as 300 people in 1921. President Biden will meet with survivors of the massacre who were small children then and now are more than 100 years old. In 1921, white mobs attacked the all-black district of Greenwood. Prosperous and thriving, Greenwood was known as Black Wall Street at the time. For decades, decades, the massacre was miscast as a riot and largely covered up. But in recent years, the incident has received more attention. Survivors recently testified before Congress about the devastation and ongoing impact. Systemic factors prevented the Greenwood District from ever really recovering. Some survivors have filed a lawsuit seeking reparations from the state of Oklahoma and the city of Tulsa. Aisha Roscoe, NPR News, the White House. More coronavirus restrictions are being lifted today in Georgia. From member station WABE in Atlanta, Emma Hurt reports on Governor Brian Kemp's executive order. While Georgia's state of public health emergency remains in place, this new executive order lifts restrictions for child care centers, bars, restaurants, convention centers, and performance venues. Many of those rules regarding masks, temperature checks, and disinfecting have been in place for more than a year. Some regulations for long-term care facilities and schools remain, but the executive order prevents public schools from using the state of emergency to justify mandating face masks. However, it doesn't ban the districts from doing so. For NPR News, I'm Emma Hurt in Atlanta. Police in the Miami area are searching for three gunmen who opened fire into a banquet hall in a Florida strip mall early Sunday morning. They killed two people and wounded 21 others. Miami police say the gunmen were masked and drove a stolen vehicle. They found that stolen vehicle submerged into a local canal. There's a special election today in a New Mexico district to fill the congressional seat vacated by Deb Holland. The congresswoman vacated the seat when she became interior secretary in the Biden administration. From member station KUNM, Kave Movahead has more. Democratic State Representative Melanie Stansberry is favored to win the U.S. House seat that represents the region, including New Mexico's biggest city, Albuquerque. Democrats have held the seat since 2009. Stansberry faces Republican State Senator Mark Moores of Albuquerque, as well as Libertarian and Independent candidates. The outcome is being closely watched because of the narrow Democratic majority in the U.S. House and with midterm elections just 18 months away. When Holland won the seat in 2018, she was one of the first two Native American women to be elected to the U.S. Congress. Before Holland, it belonged to New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham and U.S. Senator Martin Heinrich. For NPR News, I'm Kave Movahead in Santa Fe. The U.N.'s rather on Wall Street, the Dow is up 108 points, and you're listening to NPR News. The U.N.'s nuclear watchdog agency says traces of uranium have been found in Iran. They were at three locations that Iran did not declare as part of its official nuclear program. The U.N. says Iran is not explaining why. The agency says it has not gotten access to Iran's nuclear data since February. Pope Francis has declared a sweeping revision of Catholic Church laws. This toughens penalties for clerical sex abuse and fraud. NPR Silvio Poggioli reports it comes after decades of clerical abuse and financial scandals. The Code of Canon Law covers the 1.3 billion members of the Catholic Church. This is the most extensive revision since the current version was approved by Pope John Paul II in 1983. In an accompanying letter, Pope Francis said one aim was to reduce the number of cases whose penalties were left to the discretion of authorities. The head of the Vatican Department that oversaw the project said there was excessive slack an interpretation of penal law with mercy sometimes prevailing over justice. 
Under the new rules, clerics who abuse minors or other vulnerable people will be punished with deprivation of office and potentially with defrocking. And new crimes have been added, such as grooming of minors or vulnerable adults for sexual abuse. Silvia Poggioli, NPR News, Rome. Authorities in Nigeria say armed men have kidnapped about 200 school children in a north-central part of the country. Local officials say the children and their abductors are being pursued. The incident is one of several mass abductions at Nigerian schools by armed gangs that hold people for ransom. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News in Washington.